Welcome to Detox Friday. My name is JB Bolvedin. I'm super excited. Got some special guests for you today. Q and Rafe couldn't be here because they're on vacation in some other countries, so good for them. But while the rest of us are still working, I got with me the one and only Eddie Bowden, who he's going to be Keanu now because he's the replacement. He's Back again, <laughs> baby. And I have a really special guest. If you don't know her, you better follow her. And we'll put, the, we'll put up their uh, Instagram or handle in a second here. But Jessica Ruiz. Jess, Hi. thank you for being on this. Thank you for having me. So we met in an interesting, we met in an interesting situation. Mm -hmm. We're shooting the reality TV show, The Real Estate Protege. And uh, one, of the, one of the things that the contestants had to do was fight a pro. Right. And we had a, we had a, we had a girl contestant, so we didn't want to have her fight Charlie. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so we wanted her to fight a pro. And actually, the one who got knocked around the most that actually had the hardest fight was her. Yeah. Because, you know, like, uh, she stayed in there the longest. And uh, yeah. she wouldn't have won, but she would have went down swinging, which I respect her for that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. She was, she was tough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we met there, and then there's been an evolution, and I thought it was really interesting because when we met, and when, this is why I want to have you on the show, is we're going to talk about a lot of different subjects today, but you're very interesting in a few different ways. And, and one is you're, you're a, a negotiator uh, at a law firm. Yes. You handle personal injury? or, or Yes, all pers personal injury. Mm -hmm. So are you, are, are you, is, your, is your firm usually you're the plaintiff side most of the time, or are you defending too sometimes? No, just plaintiff, yeah. Plaintiff, okay, mm -hmm. so... That's that's that takes a real skill. That's an art in itself, because uh, you're also dealing with pros on the other side. So you know you got one. Oh yeah, yeah. We See, deal with attorneys. We do a lot of. You're dealing with the best of the best of not paying, and you're the best of the best of getting them to pay. So it's this <laughs> kind of like war. So you go to war every day yes. for your clients. You're a mother of four, you know, ranging from as young as nine to 22 years old, and you're a full-time professional fighter, and you do you don't do a little bit here, a little bit there. You're going like I see you like. You're at the gym every single day. Like you're at like so I wanted to figure out how that is because being a pro fighter by itself is hard enough. Being uh being someone who who works at a law firm that's busy dealing with cases every day is hard enough by itself. Being a mom of one, let alone a mom of four, is hard enough. And you're doing all of the above. There's probably more stuff I missed too that you're probably doing that I don't even know about. <laughs> there might. <laughs> so so I mean, for 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 people who's wa who's watching right now, uh, we, we're told that the hardest job in the world is being a mom. <clears throat> Since you have multiple hard jobs, would you attest to that, or is there harder jobs out there? No, I I definitely do think being a mother is the number one. It's it, it is a hard job, you know, for many reasons, not just because you got to take care of them financially and everything, but you worry so much about them, you know. Mm -hmm. Like you said, I do have uh, four kids. Uh, my first is 22, so it's a different type of worry, you know? Yeah. Um, and then I have, uh, the youngest is eight, you know, and I have one boy. I have four, I have three girls, one boy, so I do worry about the boy more than I worry about the girl. Why is that? Um, it's because it's a man's world, you know, and it's like I got to prepare my son to be a man, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so, yeah, I mean, girls could get by, but a man is, you know, it's, it's tough for, for guys out there, you know, I think. Wow, I'm actually glad you said that because it's very <laughs> rare. Have you ever heard a woman say that? No. Usually, never. usually it's like the kudos to you. We got to add an applause effect, Val. <laughs> Please put a little teardrop right here too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm actually glad you said that because I feel like what we're seeing a lot is like a lot of. Don't get me wrong; it's not boys versus girls. Like this society needs everything. There's challenges to each one, right? And a lot of values <clears> to each one. We need each other, but I feel like men are especially like neglected or not looked at as that like hey i need to prepare this person to be a man 
Yeah, of that course. just be someone. So it's very rare for, I'm sure there's other moms out there, but I personally haven't met a lot that actually said like, hey, I need to worry about my son more because it's a, you know, it's a man's world. He's got to be a man. Like, I got to make sure like he's ready for that. Right, right, mm -hmm. right. So what, what are some of the things like you're, when you say that, like, what do you mean by that? Like, what are some well, things? Well, I mean, this generation, especially this generation, I mean, I, I sound so old when I say this, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I am older than a lot of like, you know, my teammates. So, um, you know, I have kids and everything. Um, but just me growing up and, and versus to how they grew up now, I mean, there's just, there's so, um, I feel like this generation has become like a little weak, you know, yeah. and um, they're worried more about their feelings than actually getting to work, you know. Yeah. So yeah. I kind of, you know, I, I don't I, I need my son to be mentally strong, you know, to be mm -hmm. tough. And at the same time, I also know, you know, like you said, like some men are neglected. Uh, they also go through their struggles where they don't want to talk about it, yeah. you know, so I do I get that too, you know um, But I just feel like, you know, there's a lot of pressure on men, you know, there's a lot of pressure on men So I gotta make sure he's prepared for all that. You know? Yeah, plus I mean we need more men like that Yeah, because it's like you said it, there has been an evolution. I, I, I hate to say it and, yeah. But I really feel like and I don't know about you, but I feel like men are not what they used to be like no, they're, they're not they're not at all and, and don't get me wrong, I'm not saying like if you're a man, you can't get upset. You're not allowed to be ever like, it just comes down to like before a man would get upset, but he wouldn't let his feelings dictate his actions. Correct. Like he would go, he would never miss work because he didn't feel like it. Yeah. Or he would never not say speak up because he didn't want to like, you know, get into a disagreement with someone. Like being a man really required you to be an alpha to protect, you know, your family and do that. And I feel like now that's not the definition of a man as much. Now being a man is almost like being very subordinate. Yeah, to a lot of things, and I noticed, and love to get your opinion as as a woman. I feel like mm -hmm. things have changed for a women women too now because mm -hmm. before, if you wanted a good man, your idea was you had to have certain levels of expectations that you had to deliver to, and now it almost looks like the society is saying, as a woman, you can do anything you want, and as a man, you have to accept all of that, and that's what you should have to do to get the woman. So it's almost like you don't see this like team environment where it's like a hundred a hundred. You see kind of like more people individuating, caring more about their individual feelings and not working as a team. I think that messes yeah. things up. I don't well, know to, today, the society has become so selfish, too. Yes. I mean, everyone's very selfish. Mm -hmm. And like like you said, there's no there's no teamwork. Yeah. I mean, like, even though my ex-husband and I are not together, we co-parent so well mm -hmm. and we help each other out because that's what we have to do, you know, yeah. in order for our kids to get ahead, you know? So... Yeah, people today are very, very, very selfish. Yeah, you know, they care about themselves, their, their, their needs, their feelings. Their no, like we gotta sacrifice. You want, you want, you want something. You gotta learn how to sacrifice. You know. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's about it's about giving. Our society really has to do with like you know, we we can't just think. We have to think about the planet we're leaving behind. You know, like right. what we're doing. Also, our our kids and their kids. Like, so there has to be those values instilled in that. I think it's cool to see like. For example, nothing and no one is perfect, but I think it's really cool Like, if moms could embrace what you're saying because you don't necessarily have to go hard on someone to make them hard. Well, you have to right. be able to find things that are unacceptable. Like, you know, it's not, you know, if you can teach someone to be tough when they need to and be capable of, like, for example, like I want, look, I have a, so I have, I have a daughter. She's going to be two in December and I have a son on the way next month. Oh, nice. So 
Uh, I can't tell you about parenting as a father to a son yet because I still have a couple <laughs> weeks left. But ideally, my hope is that I want to raise someone who's very kind, empathetic, very responsible, capable of doing some bad things if necessary, but that's not his instinct. Right. right. By that I mean is like, just like I, his, I don't want to make him weak by making him kind. I want him to be kind, but be very capable if he needs to be dangerous right. to do so. Uh, emotionally too, not just like you know physically. Like I'm not trying to create like Jack Reacher, mm. you know. But like I think that's the right way to do it for men. I don't know, yeah. like what what you think. I mean, you have a son, and so Eddie's got three kids, right? So you have what's the ages? Uh, so my son is nine, my oldest daughter is seven, and my youngest is three. And, and no more? Nah, dude. Don't <laughs> wish that on me. So I mean, what do you think as far as for like boys? Um, so as far as with boys, so like I have the old school mindset where, uh, you know. The, the man is supposed to be the provider of the family, whether that's whether that's income or even just protection. Um, you know, that's that's kind of what I want to distill in my son, because at the end of the day, when he has kids in his house, you know, you want them to feel safe also. Yeah. But also, I don't want him to have to grow up and depend on a woman to, to have the life that he wants either. And that's what we're seeing a lot in society is where, like, the man and the woman have to work. You know, I want him to be able to go out there and when he's ready to start a family, like he's able to afford his own home and he could do these things with his kids and stuff like that. And then if things, God forbid, was something, something was to happen, he's willing to step up to the plate and get the bat and go to the front door. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I think now it's kind of like society shifted where it's kind of like a lot of guys are in their feelings now, dude. You know, like they're really just like, it's all me, me, me. And I don't care like kind of thing. And that that's, that's not what I like, what I want my son to be, you know. It's funny you say that because usually we used to raise our, you used to see people raising their daughters saying, "I don't want my daughter to have to depend on a man." Mm -hmm. And now the man is just as dependent on the woman to be able to afford their life. Not all of them, but a lot of them, compared to the past, they don't earn the way they used to. Yeah. But also, I feel like life today has gotten a lot harder too. Yeah. You need, you need both. You know, everything, everything's so expensive. Every, mm -hmm. you know, it's just it is, it's yeah. harder. So it's harder to to buy a house to own to own things. It's just hard. You're right. Yeah. So I do I do think that you know we do need uh, the man and the woman. The 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 teamwork is important. Yes. You know? Yeah. Um. But yeah, I still I still think that um, it's harder on a man. <laughs> so um, oh. <laughs> you have a unique situation, right? So like I'll give you an example. When I was young, you know, um, I would, I'm. I'm not. It wasn't abuse, but what I'm saying is, my parents would hit me. My mom would hit me a lot more than my dad, though. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like the mom, because they were around the kids more. They always hit the hit the kids more than the dad. Dad's at work all day. How can he hit me while he's working? So my dad, I remember he's like, he told my mom, I was like, yo, one day this kid's gonna get bigger. You're not gonna be able to hit him anymore. And by the time I was like 13, 14, that was over. My mom wasn't a pro MMA fighter, though. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so could you still take him at 22? Yeah. You know what? It's funny. It's funny you say that. It's funny you say that because in my house, whenever I hear my kids disrespect their dad, immediately I'm like, respect your father. Like, I'm the one, and they, because they, they fear me. Right. They don't fear their dad. They walk. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to be the enforcer there. Okay. So yeah. it's kind of like, I'm like, damn, you know? Um, and yeah, my 22 year old, I'm not going to lie, a couple months ago, I beat the shit out of her. I did. I had to. You know, she got really disrespectful. And it came to the point where, you know, I let her, I let her go, I let her go, I let her go, and then this time it wasn't. I just had to, I had to let her know, you know, it was, it was too much. So yeah, I mean, I don't know to what age I'm gonna continue to do this, but, you know, 
if you disrespect me at, at whatever age and I'm and I'm your mother, I don't care. I'm gonna backhand you. That's it. Well, you yeah. see the toughest That's people it. in the world when mom comes out. The yeah. Grown ass friend, like, oh, yeah. Debo's around. Debo's yeah, around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what it is, dude? It's like it's like nowadays the kids have more rights than the parents do. Oh yeah, it's like insane. Like the, you, they go to school and the school's like, oh, you, their parents hit you, whatever. You let us know, we'll, we'll call, whatever. And you know, like it's like, dude, no. Like if my kid comes home and he tells me to go fuck myself, he's getting smacked in the mouth, dude. Yeah. Like you yeah. can't. Like there's got to be there's got to be stuff to like there's got to be levels where it's just like no, like you don't cross this line. If you do, guess what? It's going down, bro. Like <laughs> I think I said this before, but I won't say the names. But I had a client. He came in. He said his brother, he does well, and his kids don't listen to him. So his son. He's 15 years old, can't drive, wanted a new BMW, even though he can't drive it, went and bought him the car. Uh -huh. The kid stays home all day playing video games, doesn't listen to shit. So one day the kid told him to fuck himself, like, go fuck yourself. So he hit the kid. Kid called the cops. The dad jumps out the window of the second floor of the house <laughs> and runs into the fucking woods and doesn't come back till the cops are gone. Can you imagine that shit? Like, dude, back in the day, you told your parents to go fuck yourself, you get your ass beat. You call the cops on your parents, you get your ass beat again. And nothing happens. Cops don't take you yeah. home. Like it's just like now. It's just that much of a crazy thing where you can't even. Uh, it, it's nuts. But I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying child abuse is okay. But like, if a kid corporal punishment though is not illegal. You know that, right? Yeah, right. It's not illegal. So like, it's not against the law. You can't beat a kid, but you can smack a kid. Like right. you, know, you can't like bust his mouth open. But no, yeah. Like you know, it tells you fuck off, and you went. Like yeah, but there's what not if, but what if they bleed easily? Like some kids do. <laughs> <laughs> like some kids, you go like this to their nose, and then they start bleeding. You're like, what? <laughs> yeah, that's a good yeah. point. Yeah. Like, what if they believe this jam generation full of yeah. softies? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So, you know, going in, so going into that, we're, we're talking about the mom part. Okay, so, and that's a lifelong thing. Like, that doesn't go away. There's no, like, yeah. a couple years career in that. Um, <clears throat> as that evolution goes on, you know, the, the MMA side, how did you even get into that? Like, what... MMA is a lot more popular for women now than ever. I think women in combat sports has become a lot bigger than it used mm -hmm. to be. Yeah, for sure. But, but I'm, a lot of people don't necessarily get raised that way. Like, hey, when you grow up, you're going to be a fighter. So like, what, what made you say, okay, I want to do this? Well, I grew up in East New York. So I grew up in a very tough um, area. Like, uh, I had to fight. Mm -hmm. I did. I had to fight. There was no, no, there's no choice. Like, you know, you have girls coming at you. You have girls waiting for you to jump. You had to fight, you know. So um, I told, I, I was always, I, I know I was always, I was very tough. And I always like playing with the boys and playing rough. Like there was, I never liked doing, I never liked being around girls. Um, so I always knew that like, I wanted, um, I knew as a little girl that I wanted to be a fighter. I always knew. My mother put me in singing, dancing, acting, modeling. I was a really good performer. I would, I could dance, and I was a good performer. And um, but uh, everything else being around that with the girls and the very catty and this that, yeah. I hated it. I hated it. So, although I was good at performing, I hated being there. And then eventually, I was like, I just don't want to do this no more. And if I, I knew that if I ever told my parents, you know, I, I want to do boxing or I want to go, what I, they would say no. It was looked down upon, like, no. Mm -hmm. My mom always wanted, to be a, always wanted me to be a lady, prim and proper, you know, but, but from even how I eat, everything. Like, mm -hmm. so, 
No, I mean there was no chance. I never, I never did any any classes when I was younger, and I was never into. I never did wrestling, nothing. Um, but I was always fighting. I was fighting a lot that I got suspended, expelled from school to school. I was a troubled child. I was, I was. The, my mom had three, two boys and the girl. I was the baby, and I was the worst one. My mom would get phone calls. That was the worst. And my mom was like, "Damn, I don't know what to do with this." <laughs> <laughs> so. Whatever. I mean, I grew up and everything. And then at, when I had my, my second child, that's when I started training, you know. So I didn't have any training before 33, I think. Yeah, 33, 34. I never had so what training. was that spark? What made you go, you know what, I'm going to go train. I'm going to start doing MMA. Well, I was I was looking for um, for my son. And then when I walked in, um, the guy was like, yeah, why don't you take a class too? You know, we have adult classes, whatever. And I was like, all right, cool. Like, I've, I always wanted to do it. I was like, I'll do it. And then, so I trained, and after the training, there was sparring, like some light sparring, whatever. And I and I sparred, and um, the guy goes, he pulls me over. He's like, "Who trained you?" And I said, "Nobody. <laughs> I just learned from the streets." <laughs> yeah, the streets got me, bro. <laughs> so he's like, he goes, "You know, you could fight." He goes, "I could train you, and you could fight in 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 the in the cage or in the ring." I said, are you serious? He goes, yeah. I'm like, I don't know because, you know, I got, um, I just got married. I had, you know, whatever. I'm like, he's like, but I always knew I wanted to do this. I was like, no, nah, I'm, I'm going to do it. Six months later was my first fight, you know. Um, yeah, that's fast. So six months from your first class, six months later, you're fighting. Yeah. Wow. I fought. I won. Um, then I was just, I became very addicted. I, I was training a lot. and I've, But prior to, to me training martial arts, I've, I was always training before that, dancing, or I was I was always running. Mm -hmm. So I needed to train a lot. So you're always physically active this whole time. Very physically active. I have to be, or else I'll go crazy. Yeah. I have to train a lot for me to calm down. So, and um, I trained a lot, and I still train, and I fought. And I just wanted to keep fighting and fighting. And I love going, and I love I love the thrill. I love the. I do like I, you know not not that I like getting hit, but. There's something about it that just like I just you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, race car drivers love the adrenaline rush. Yeah. Every one in their sport loves the adrenaline rush. You're a fighter. Look, you're gonna hit and you're gonna get hit. So, and, and if it's a rush for you, it's better than being terrible because you can't be that good at fighting then, right? If every yeah. time you get right. hit, you're like, oh my god, I don't want this again. Right. So, speaking of that, like, I think that's like one of the the hardest things because hitting, learning to hit, I feel like is easier than learning how to get hit. I mean, you tell me because you're the pro, not me. But what's hard? What's 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 more of a learning curve? Being able to give it or take the hit? That's a good question, actually. Um, that's a good question. I've I've learned. I've trained so much to move. I hated getting jabbed, you know, and especially because I was like the only girl. I was always the only girl in the gym, so it was easy for the guys. You know, they were bigger than me, taller. You know, they yeah. had longer reach, so. I've trained a lot of my head movement to move and, and to and to I hate getting jabbed. So now I'm learning more how to punch and how to really turn everything and 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 basically being able to knock somebody out. Right. You know? Mm -hmm. That's different. So um I mean it it depends. I don't I don't know what's harder, but um right now I'm learning <laughs> 
I'm doing. I'm trying. I'm trying to knock bitches out. <laughs> so life goals, you know. Right there. But again, I started off with with not wanting to get hit because I was always going against guys. Yeah, which is also I think that's an advantage too. Like when you train with people that are bigger and stronger than you, it, it probably makes you develop faster too. Well, yes and no because you have some guys at the gym that take it easy on you. Yeah, that's so you true, don't really so. know where you're at. And then you have some guys that are really that really take it hard on you, and you go home and you're like, "Shit, I suck." So you don't really know, like your confidence level sometimes it that plays with you. You don't lot. know, yeah. you know. So, yes and no. Yeah, it's it's to me, it's like uh, it's definitely seems like more of a like I've I've gotten into I've never fought professionally. Obviously, I've never fought like in a sanctioned environment. Any fight I've ever gotten into was, you know, it was just like a it was a street fight or some fight at school, and well, it's been a long time. Right. So. Uh, I'm not wanting to really speak on it because the last thing I've hit in a long time is a bag. <laughs> so it's a, but what what well, the thing that always interested me is like when you go to fight someone. Now fighting on the street is one thing. Fighting in a ring is different because it's sanctioned. But also now you're in front of a bunch of people. Right. Also you're in an environment. Also there's this build up to it. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's not like you know if you're on the street you run into someone you maybe we're playing against a fight adrenaline starts going you start going at each other. This is like very like a big build up to it. Your first pro fight, how was like what was going on in your head? Oh man, my first pro fight was in Bellator, and the thing with that, um, Bellator had called me like three times before the fight. I turned it down because I had injured my ACL during training. Mm. So I had the the ACL, PCL, and MCL that were all torn. Um. But they said that I could rehab it, whatever. So that's, I spent time doing that. Finally, you know, fighters want to fight, you know. So they called me again. And they're like, listen, you know, you could fight this girl, whatever. And I was like, you know, I really want to fight. Like, it's been like a year. I want to fight. I want to fight. Um, I didn't listen to my coach at the time. And I fought. I took the fight. But knowing that it wasn't, I'm not going to be 100%. I can't really kick. Yeah. Wrestling is going to be... I can't really do much. The good thing is that I was fighting an Olympic boxer. And um, one of my strengths are my hands. So I said, I'm just going to, and I'm a southpaw, so I'm just going to practice, you know, drill, hitting her with my left, using my footwork, whatever. Um, as, I'm, as I'm preparing and, and I'm there, um, I fought in, um, what's, the, uh, what's the big place here, Nassau County? Nassau Coliseum? There you go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Nassau Coliseum, right. I fought there, and it's a big, big place, you know. Mm -hmm. I was so cool, calm, and collected. I didn't let anything get to me. I stepped inside that ring, and all I saw was her. Mm. I was just ready to fight, you know. Um, unfortunately, my knee went out completely oh, in the man. first round. And I was hitting her. I was tagging her with my left. And she couldn't touch me. I was moving. But there was a point where I was moving so much where I kind of cornered myself. She kind of cornered me. And where she, she threw, I don't know if it was a cross and an uppercut. I tried to pivot out of there so quick that it just went out. Oh, man. Now, the good thing about that is that uh, Bellator did pay for the best surgeon <laughs> to do do this, to repair whatever, the ACL. And, you know, so they did a great, you know, I'm, I'm good now. Good. But um, 
but yeah, no, I was, I was fine. I didn't let anything, I didn't let the lights get to me. I didn't let, I just felt like I belonged there. I was so beautiful. That's I loved awesome. it. That's awesome. Well, I guess that's what training is all about, right? Like when you were really prepared for something, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You take, like, so that's good. So the, you when you can laser focus like that, that's huge. Yeah. And it's not, it's not easy. I mean, I don't, I mean, not that I've done it, but I, I know enough to know it's not easy because when you watch a fight, Everyone always has like, you know, you should have done this, you should have done that. When you're right. watching from this way, you can see everything coming and you're not getting winded and you're not feeling any of those blows. It's easy to analyze, but right. being in that thing for real is, is just a whole other game. Yeah. So that that's that's nuts. Who are the people that you kind of like get inspired by? Who are the fighters when you like that are like the ones that you kind of look up to? I don't I I don't really like when it comes to MMA, I'm not too I don't follow too many of them, you know. I do like um, Valentina Sevchenko. I think that's her name. Mm-hmm. I'm I I love her style. I think she's she's great. I like her. Um, as far as the the male fighters, um, there's a lot of new ones now, you know. So, mm-hmm. who am I a fan of? I don't know. I mean, I have my teammates, you know, which mm-hmm. <laughs> Aljo Marabo, <laughs> and they're great fighters, you know. But I, I grew up on watching Tyson, you know, yeah. and just that old school mentality, like just I I watch a lot of documentaries on him and and, you know, his podcast and everything. And I like him a lot. You know, um, I, I grew up watching boxing. So I, yeah. I love Triple G Canelo. Oh, God, I love him. You know, he's great. Um, so I grew up watching boxing. Yeah. Tyson is an animal. Yeah. Like, he's incredible. If you just. If he's able to keep his shit together in his personal life, he would have had a lot more wins too. But yeah. even when he was off, like he was still on. I still wouldn't fight the guy. No, nah, like, you know, maybe he can't he can't he can't rumble a pro anymore, but he can still whoop ninety percent of people's asses out there. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. The guy's insane. Val, your your cousin's Matt Serra, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Val Val's trained some MMA on the side. When we hired you, you had a nice little <laughs> like shiner from uh from scuffling up. What is that Scottish karate? It's called Fuck You. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just all, it's all the way up rolling, but yeah, that's that's awesome. Let's well, let's shift gears for a sec because you know we talked about MMA, but your next fight that hopefully is coming up in a couple months is not going to be an MMA fight. No. It's <laughs> why don't you tell us what that's no, it's that going is. to be <laughs> bare knuckle. <laughs> what? So um, I'm transitioning to bare knuckle fighting. Um, so. I didn't have the best experience in MMA in my pro my pro career. Uh, my first fight was the ACL. My second fight I took at Bellator was at a h- bigger weight class, which I was like walking around at 120 and I'm fighting at 125, like made no sense. But um, again, I want to fight. And then I uh, signed up to Compate and I fought for them, and I felt like that was a good... I liked that promotion. They were good, but when the matchmaker left, they put in a new matchmaker, and it kind of like... I just didn't like the whole feel of it. I felt like they weren't doing anything for me, so I said, you know what, let me go, you know? Yeah. Uh, Bare Knuckle, I, some, somebody from Bare Knuckle was contacting me before some, some management or something like that, um, and I was kind of interested in it, but I already signed to Compate, so... I left that alone, but then when I now that I left Compate, I kind of reached out to Bernardo again, and um, 
they had the triads in, in Jacksonville recently, about like a month ago, maybe. Mm-hmm. I think it was in August. Um, and I flew out there by myself for like one day, two days. Um, I did, um, they had like a seminar. They put us through like some crazy training and then we had to spar afterwards. So there was like 60 people um, competing and um, five people got a contract and I was one of them. Wow. So yeah. Um, And I, I, I like boxing a lot. I grew up, you know, watching boxing. I feel like I'm better with my hands and yeah, I mean it's it's a tough it's different. It's different from MMA, but I feel like I can I can really focus on my hands, you know, yeah. and not focus on wrestling and this and that and it's just now it's just one thing and I just got to perfect that one, you know, so you know, it's not it's not easy, you know, bare knuckle fighting is not an easy sport. It's no, it's that's, tough. That's old school. That's yeah. like that's like how they did it back in the day, yeah, like a shipyard or something. Yeah. And, and you can't afford to like, I mean, not, not that you can get afford, you can't really afford to get hit in general in the face, no matter what you're doing, but when it's bare, bare knuckle, it's it's a yeah. lot less because, I mean, you're getting cut up and, and, and grazed up and you can hurt your hands easier too, so. Everyone asks me the same thing. Everyone says the same thing. You're doing that, your face, oh, <laughs> this, that, whatever. And I'm like, shit, like, I don't need, like, I get it. I know, I know what I'm going, I mean, I know what I'm going to do and I know what could possibly happen. I don't need to hear it yeah, yeah. <laughs> all no, the time. Like, you know, <clears throat> even even my ex-husband was like, you know, if you if you do this, don't ask me for any help with your paperwork. Don't ask me to review contracts. Don't ask me for nothing. He's like, you're on your own. I was like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> you know what that reminds me like, of, though? Damn. It's like when I got my motorcycle, the second I got my motorcycle, I was just like, yo, like, you know you're going to die, right? <laughs> I'm like, yo, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> like, yeah, like I seen this guy. He had a bike. He died. <laughs> I'm like, that's a sick story. Thanks for sharing that. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's not that encouraging, right? Yeah, I'm like, yo, thanks, bro. I'm so happy I made this investment. <laughs> so imagine you were a bare knuckle fighter on top of it. Yeah. Then you never hear the end of You're it. You're going to die with a black eye, bro. Yeah. it's <laughs> People always have a way of just like... <laughs> yeah, I'm like, damn, I want to do this. Leave me alone, bro. So what is the... Uh, What's the schedule? So what's like your work schedule and then workout schedule? Because what's your what's like a day look like? This is a long because there's a lot of stuff that you gotta yeah, get done. There is, there is a so my schedule changed. Before I was like, okay, you know, I was working from nine from like nine to four thirty, whatever. I get home at like five thirty, I go to MMA at six thirty, MMA training, then I do um kickboxing and then sometimes I'll do like jujitsu afterwards. So it'd be like about like the same day. Yeah, the same day. Holy shit. So that's and I would get home like around ten thirty, eleven o'clock. Sometimes I would go out to eat afterwards too, so forget it. I come home at like twelve, one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> but anyways, um but now my schedule is okay, so Mondays I you know, I work five days a week, Monday through Friday, nine thirty to four thirty, I get home at five thirty. So I train um, at 6.30, I do, um, I train, uh, just boxing, uh, but I train, my coach, I train with Eric Heyer and Charlie Campbell, so they're both my coaches with the, with, uh, Loma May, Ray Longo, and Charlie has been really, in that hour, he really is working on, a, like, a lot, like, he, I do, like, the sprints on the bikes, I do, like, so it's not in, it's not like okay I'm taking it easy like no like he pushes me now mm-hmm. like a fight camp so after that 
normally I'll go home or I'll go out to eat or maybe I'll go to the gym and do some like some weight training. It depends on how I feel because you he does put he puts me through a lot. So yeah. it's it, um, then Tuesdays I go to Lom and May at like 5:30. I spar. I do like the boxing class, which is like they condition you. It's another grueling like exercise. Like it's it's tough. And I'm and some and after that like I'll run or I'll do some weights. So I'm there for like a, again like two hours, you know. Then I'm home. And then Wednesday again, I'm um, I'm I'm out for for like two three hours, you know, training, running, hitting the bag, taking a taking the class. Thursday Thursdays I'm usually off. Fridays I Fridays I try to make it to. Uh, jiu-jitsu in the morning at seven i try i don't so do it all the time uh, yeah because i still want to compete sure mm-hmm. in that so i try to make it at 7 a.m i not not always do i make it so i'm not gonna lie because <laughs> my coach gets mad <laughs> um but then i go back either i train that night with charlie or i train with eric or i train at loma may saturdays i train again in the morning at nine and then i train strength and conditioning at 11 Sundays, I'm I'm always booked for events too. That's one thing. I don't know if you see my Instagram, but I'm always out and yeah. about. I have a lot of kids. <laughs> I know a lot of people. They invite me to different things. I'm weddings, part like every you name it. I'm always there. Yeah. <laughs> I have a photo shoot this Sunday, so it's like I'm always booked. I'm so booked. I if I don't have anything on Sunday, I'm gonna I'll definitely try to get a workout in. God damn. Yeah. So how do you like find the time to like unwind and just like reset for the week never i'm a machine I feel like there's no time though. for that yeah that's crazy there's no time for that you got to train this you know what i mean in your body and everything my time to unwind you know what when i go away from my fights and i travel for my fights that's my time where i'm like listen don't talk to me a lot let me be mm-hmm. let me let me have my alone time you know that's like my little like vacation you know when i go away to fight i don't like having teams with me I don't like having more than one people with me. Yeah. I don't like anyone bothering me. I just want to be left alone. That's it. Let me, let me do it. Tell me what I have to do. We'll do it, whatever. That's that. But other than that, I come back and it's it's grind. It's a grind. Yeah, I need to get my shit together. I know, right? I'm, I'm sitting like, like, damn, bro. My, as you're talking, I'm like, yo, there's no, not one fucking excuse in the world that I could give you. Yeah. You'd be like, that makes sense. It makes why you didn't work out. No. I literally, like, I was going to get some stuff done in my house, and I came home, and then I just chilled for a minute. I'm like, nah, forget it. Put it aside. That's like, that work ethic is insane. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. that's on another level. That's really admirable, too. Like, Yeah. I, Thank you. Yeah, because it sounds like you do more in a week with physical activity than I'm doing in a year, and I got to get shit together. <laughs> so, But but you know what? I'm not, I, I do, I, I'm, I slack, though, in other areas, you know, like, I don't, I, I don't cook. I've never cooked. Don't even ask me to cook. I'm not. I'm never gonna learn to cook. So forget about it. <laughs> so my kids are like, they they like depend on like the dad or like I'll get them food. So I don't cook. If, if I were to, if I had to cook for them, that's a different story. Oh my god, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's I don't. So I don't cook. And cleaning, I clean when I can, but I've also trained them to clean. So I train them to do, and they also know how to cook. So they know how to do their thing. So it's like they they survive. <laughs> but yeah. That's that's kind of like where I slack, you know, in that way. My my kids are pretty self-sufficient though, because I wasn't there to be like catered to them. That's not that's not me. 
Yeah. Right. I'll protect them in any way and I'll I'll get them what they need and whatever. But for me to be there like, oh, did you eat here? Let me make you. Uh, that's never going to be me. I don't do that. Yeah. I mean, now that you're, how, how, do you, how, how can you even date with that type of schedule? I always got you always got time for something when you want something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's going to all these events. So I'm sure there's people yeah. there, you know. Yeah, right. Listen, I meet people everywhere I go. I got no problem. <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't want to I don't want to like uh, offend anybody, you know, cuz they got they got dating apps now, you know what I mean? But let me tell you something. That shit is bullshit. The, the dating apps, you won't catch me on that shit ever. Ever on a dating app. I go to events, I'm out and about, I meet people, I have no problem meeting, meeting anybody. I talk to everybody, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? I'm never like, oh my God, I'm too good to talk to you. No, you learn You learn something from everybody, you know? Yeah. No, that's, so, freaking, that's, that's, that's freaking awesome. First of all, thank you for saying that, because I'm glad finally someone said it. You still need people skills to go out there and put stuff together. You got Val rooting for you behind the camera, you can't see it, but when you were saying that, she was like, oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So no, it's it's uh it's it's hundred percent true, and it's it's as long as you're willing to put the work in, whether it's in your personal life, professional life, you'll get the results you want. Yeah, right. Shortcuts to it anyway. Now the the, I'm guessing the law firm pays more than the MMA. Or of course, right? yeah. Right? So you're yeah, doing. I mean, you're doing. You're fighting for more of the passion than the paycheck, right? Yes, but also because doors open. Right. Yeah. You know, and you never know what door is going to open. Yeah. So I'm uh, to me is like I always like to manifest things and 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 I like to envision and I put things always out there like okay I'm gonna live here at some at some point or this year I'm gonna live here or I'm gonna buy this or I'm gonna be driving this or I'm gonna you know I want another Rolex like stuff like that like I'm very good at like manifesting things and yeah. getting getting what I want yeah very good at that like I'll get I'll get it eventually you know right um. But yeah, I mean, I I do it because uh, I I love it. It's my passion, and I'm out of my fucking mind. I need that. I do. I need to train. I need to fucking get hit, get hit, you know, and um, and also because you just never know what's gonna happen. And I and I and 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 um, everything that I do <clears throat> is not because it's it's me. A lot of the things that I do, everything I do is because of my kids too. Mm -hmm. You know, it's for it's for to give them a better future. It's for some, you know, my, it's so it's so my son could go to a good high school. You know what I mean? He's he's a smart kid, and I know he's gonna do well. And I have to push him. You know, mm -hmm. my girls too. But um, we have to use what we have, right? Our talents, our skills to get that. This is my talent. This is my skill. You know, some people go to school. Some people do other stuff. Some people. This is my skill. You know, so I have to do what I'm going to do. And that's that. So I, I do it. Everything I do is for my kids, you know, for them. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So on, on a white collar side, when we're talking about like, the, let's go to law firm really quick. How'd you get into that that trade? Yeah, it's funny because I, I, I was working at a bank and I met and I would always, uh, I was working at um, Signature Bank, which is, um, we handle a lot of um, attorneys and their accounts and um corporates so this attorney would come in all the time and he took a liking to me you know and then he was like you know why don't you come work with me i was like okay because <laughs> i hated the fucking bank i hated that shit and she was torture um so i went and at first i knew nothing no experience nothing listen i went to school but i was a troublemaker 
I got thrown out, expelled, everything, you name it. Yeah. I went to high school. Now, this, these are things people don't know about me, but I'm going to say it. Okay? I went to high school. I was in high school for two weeks, and I dropped out. Never went back. School was never for me. I, I, I dropped out. I went to go get my GED. Got that. Okay. Went to college. I got, I got thrown out of one college. I got into trouble there. I went to another one. Shit, my grades were all messed up. I couldn't. That was it. I said, that's it. I'm done. I'm done trying to be something I'm not. Yeah. I can't do it no more. Was working at a bank. Hated it. Hated it. Then I met the guy. I met my boss, uh, Dominic Lavelle. Went to go work with him. Didn't know anything about law. Anything about a law firm? Nothing. So he was like, you know what? Just start, just open mail right now. I was like, all right, start opening mail. And then he's like, you know what? Maybe, maybe you could assist uh, the manager who's also who also negotiates. So I said, okay. I got phone calls from the insurance companies or like attorneys, right? And she was always very busy. So she was like, oh, just, just get what, um, ask them what their offer is, you know, whatever, write it down, let me know, blah, blah, whatever. I was like, all right. So I started talking to them and they would give me the offers, right? I don't know what happened, but at one point she wasn't there or something. And I just, she's like, I think, she gave, because I, I wouldn't do this on my own, but she gave me the okay to like, all right, just tell them no or tell me, whatever. So I started talking to them on the phone and I, I tripled the number. So they were like, how the hell did you do that? I was like, I don't know, I just did it. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. So they're like, all right, take more phone calls. I started taking more phone calls. I started tripling numbers and I loved it. Mm-hmm. I knew exactly what they were going to say, what they were going to do, what, what the next move was. I knew the person. I, I'm very good at reading people, so I know exactly what, what they're going to do, what they're going to say. Like, I just knew. And, and I knew what to say. And I was so quick with coming back with, like, you know, I mean, you know, law- lawyers are liars. I got to be a liar, too, if I'm working with them, you know? Mm-hmm. So I was so quick on coming back with, like, lies or, like, a quick comeback with some things you know i don't even know the funny part is that when i was when i'm like when i was negotiating these cases i never i didn't know anything about the case right. nothing i just figured out what 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 the case was and what they were saying i figured it out like this and then i knew and i just knew mm-hmm. i became really really good at it i made them a lot of money wow made them how, a lot how, of money how long have you been doing that um Maybe like six years, maybe four, five years, six years. It nice. sounds like you love your job. Like your job. I love. <laughs> I, I I do. I do. But you know what? I I don't. I, I'm. You know. It's like it's like the same. You know. You just, sometimes you just don't want to work for somebody else. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you know. I just. You know. You just kind of. Yeah. But but yeah. No. I mean. Uh, listen, I'm grateful for the, the opportunity that I had. You know, like I said, opportunities. I'm grateful for my job, and, you know, they're very good to me. Uh, shout out to Dominic Lavelle Law Firm, you know, <laughs> personal injury firm. Any accidents, ship and falls, anything, listen, I'll get you the best, the most money. Come to me, all right? <laughs> when we get the sponsorship now, check. True in personal injury. Was it, was it? When we get the sponsorship check. That's right, that's sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is sponsored by. <laughs> 
Is it true the younger you are, the less the personal injury claim can be? Like, I mean, the less the damages can be? Like, for example, if you don't have income, you're not the breadwinner in a household versus, let's say, the individual who was working, earning X amount, those lost wages. Like, is because I heard I heard an, um, personal injury attorney say that, unfortunately, I've had two or three actually tell me this. The younger they are, minors especially, it's harder to get large sums. Um for wrongful death or for other things versus an adult who is actually providing for the family. Is that true? That could yeah, that that could be true. Yeah. I, I now now that I'm looking at everything, yeah. They always uh yeah, because minors recover quicker. They're right. yeah. I mean there was there was one case I remember there was a, a kid that um had something in school, I don't know, broke his hand or his wrist, something like that. And they were offering some, I forgot how much money, um, but we could have accepted that money, you know, like, okay, it was, but I was like, no, I'm like, this kid used to play handball every day after school. Like that was his thing. And, and now he's depressed. I'm like, this doesn't, you know, I ended up getting him a lot of money. I lied though. Cause I didn't know what that kid was paying handball. <laughs> <laughs> And the eyes you do but, a job, you did it. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, I hope he's I hope he's good now. He <laughs> should be. I mean, oh, yeah. it worked out for him. <laughs> I mean, it, it's kind of crazy too because I feel like, believe it or not, this one I, I don't know this for a fact, but I'm guessing. Mm. You know how like you don't know the full situation. I feel no. like the person calling you, offering you the money, is on the same boat. <laughs> They're like, just call. Here's our number. Don't go past this. Start over here. And anything between there, we'll now, call it a day. The funny part is I love dealing with attorneys because, man, they think they're like God, these people, right? These men. Mostly the men are more, more like this. Um, and they're like, oh, you know, they just love to hear themselves talk. Mm -hmm. Shit. So what I do with the game that I play with them is like, okay, they call. I let them talk. I hear them out. I make them feel like they're smart or, you know, whatever. And they tell me all about the damn case. <laughs> I don't have to, I don't have to research anything. I kind of all right. Like they tell me all about. So I let them do the, all the talking, and then that's when I know where to pick or what to do. You know, I, I let them slip. I, I wait wait for them to slip because eventually they do because they're so freaking narcissistic, man. They start, you yeah. know, they make little mistakes. So I let them do that, and then that's when I attack. And I'm like, all right. And then most of the times it's just so ego built. There's you know, and it's uh, yeah. It's it's fun dealing with them because at the end of the day I'm like I'm gonna take your money either ways like just stop. Litigation is <laughs> just so fucking expensive that yeah. that's, the, that's the that's the reason why most people pay. Yeah. Even if they don't believe they're wrong, they're just like, look, it's gonna cost us sixty grand to be right, and you're asking me for forty grand right now. Yeah. I'm just using examples. Right. There, right. But that's really what it's become. It's almost like, damn it, if you're gonna pay no matter what, whether you're, right. even if you're not guilty, even if you win. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like they just look at that now most of the time. And obviously, some of them are negligent. I mean, a lot of them are or actually have liability. And the ones that don't still don't care. They still rather pay. So it's kind of a... <clears throat> Things change, though, now after COVID. Really? Yeah, they're not, they're not paying as much. Things are a lot harder now. Before COVID, they would, they would pay. It was, it was different. But now... I have a buddy of mine in, in the insurance industry. He's telling me right now in the state of New York, the insurance companies are paying out a dollar five, a hundred and five dollars for every hundred dollars they make. So they're negative. They're not profitable in the state of New York right now in car insurance. 
and they can't do the increases the way they used to. So that's probably why they're getting a lot more aggressive in their negotiations. Oh, now. they're getting very aggressive. Because oh. they, they don't have the money like they used to. Yeah. So, and I feel like some people are just going to have to, because it's the same issue. Like, uh, you correct me if I'm wrong, but most of your clients, they're not, you're, you're not, they're not, you guys aren't being paid by the hour. It's part of the settlement. Right. right. Yeah. So if they really want to litigate, litigate now and not settle, it gets very costly for the firm even representing that client now. Yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. So then even the firm would probably tell the client to consider taking in that settlement. Right. Right. It, it, so what, what about that? Like, for example, I know you're not an attorney, so I might be asking some questions that don't fall under there. Yeah. So let's say, you know, obviously the most of these things get settled. That's how it becomes, like, profitable or lucrative. Uh, or worthwhile the settlement acceptance is up to the client or up to the firm it's up to the client so but it's up to the firm to convince the client right right which you is see, what happens most of the time yeah that's what that's what i i do too when it's hard clients they're like jessica you got to call them you know but I, I i i have to convince them because man, these people think they're going to get like a million dollars i'm like bro no, you listen <laughs> i tell them i'm like listen this is I said, take this money and run with it. You're not going to see this again, you know? Yeah. But, yeah. For anyone watching, you don't want a million dollars because that means you got fucked up. Your life, <laughs> yeah. your life will probably never be the same. Never, so, no. So you probably don't want a million dollars from that. No. Yes. I, I hope to never get money like that in a settlement because that means no. my life is never going to be the same and I'd rather just be able to walk, you know, like. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, but, yeah, but I know some people are, like, out there trying to, like, get hit by a car that's <laughs> like they're hoping no that, like, oh yeah. my god you go listen we got a lot of we got we got clients that are have cases like that we know what they're doing we have a lot of clients like that like professional <laughs> professional car, the con yeah. artists yeah, yeah they're just freaking yeah yeah they know what to do it's 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 tough man it's a different it's a different industry out there like i think um a lot of people don't want to work too they just want to yeah, there's a lot of that nobody wants to work anymore nope <laughs> Who's getting, I mean, also, like, uh, some people are getting busted. Like, I saw this one guy, he was suing because an accident made him go blind. So they hired a PI, and he's driving everywhere and, like, doing a bunch of things that obviously you can't be blind to do. And then, right. Then they get screwed because some people are ignorant. They think, like, oh, well, I have a firm. They're representing me. I don't get a bill for it. We just get part of the settlement. But now they're representing my personal injury claim. If that ends up being voided, if that gets being basically dismissed because they find out a fraud... And the insurance company decides to prosecute criminally. That same firm is not representing you for that now. Right. Yeah. And right. now you got to pay the five hundred dollars an hour, the twenty thousand yep. dollar retainers, go back. So it's um, I think it's one of the one of the most lucrative industries. But I feel like for some people that try and play the game too much, it may end up playing with fire at the end of the well, day. Well, of course, yeah. But we all also, you know, as <clears throat> professionals, it's we kind of pick up on who. Yeah. We know who is. Not a good client. We don't want. We don't want to take that case. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because so. also, I think I know the insurance companies. They have databases. They like red flag certain. Oh, law for firms. sure. They red flag certain doctors. And they investigate these insurance. Let me say something. These insurance companies. They'll go into your social media. They'll they'll follow you. They'll hire somebody to follow you, and see what you're doing. Oh, she's walking just fine. Oh, I saw her jogging. I saw her running. Oh, she's she's at a gym. She's not injured. Here's the pictures. Shit. Yeah. Yeah, they'll, they'll follow you. They don't play around. Once it's big money, they they don't want to pay out. Yeah. So it's different. It's different. Uh, it's different times. Yeah, so which what's um? Would you consider yourself a better negotiator, or better better fighter? <laughs> That's a good question. I don't know. Maybe shit. 
I I I love I love negotiating. I do. I find it I find it easy for me. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz I don't I don't have to people are like, "Oh my god, you must fight all day." No. Yeah. When I'm negotiating, I'm just charming as fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's, there's nothing really to it. Is you know? it mainly a professional? I know, sure, there's adversarial stuff sometimes or back and forth, but are most of them more like professional, like here's what we're prepared to do. No, we can't accept that. We're looking for this. Or is it more like... No, it's always like that. It's always a back and forth. No, but what I'm saying is, is, is it a battle normally? Is it more of like a professional, courteous conversation? Is it more argumentative or more courteous and professional? You can be argumentative, but the thing is that I don't take that approach. Right. Mm -hmm. So I don't... You can't win. Very, very few times that I argued with, with, with someone... But I don't, I don't take that approach of like the oh well this is no 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 well, you ha okay well this is this is what I say that's I don't really take that approach with them yeah. that's why I don't to me I, I find it fun I just with me what drives me more I think is money is like playing with the money mm -hmm. like knowing what you're I I think that's what it is to me I don't I see more money yeah. than than like trying to prove my point I don't give a fuck about my point I just want your money <laughs> you know all right you could think you're right all along okay but I'm gonna I'm gonna take your money at the end of the day yeah you know. That's all. I mean, that, that's good. It's it's a. It's definitely. It's not an easy skill to have. A lot of people think negotiating is easy. It's not. It's not easy. You have to know how to read people. You got to have like people skills. People and, don't and have that. The nowadays. best negotiators are able to get the person they're negotiating with to like them. To, yeah, know, that's, that's the thing. You yeah, got to get them comfortable. <laughs> yeah. 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 And it's not even manipulation. It really comes down to like, if we could just understand that, like, you look, you're willing to pay, we're willing to accept something. Right. Like that. So we're already eighty percent there. Correct. You know, so at this point, why, why are we going to fight about this? Let's make yeah. it so, like, you know, you have a job to do. Your job is to close you this You know what out. it is? That you have to persuade them. Yeah. yeah. You have to be persuasive. You have to convince. And in order to do that, even in person, like, I've gone to mediation. And I've gone to mediation. I've gotten money in mediation. Because it's it's not just about, you know, talking. and the, It's about eye contact. It's about knowing how to make them believe you you know or 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 being um compelling yeah or, or like being um <clears throat> trying to understand them you know right like putting putting yourself in their shoes and trying to understand them like i don't know i find that i find that like fascinating i like that you know now, can you negotiate any type of deal or is it really the personal injury settlements like could you i get could a good do i could do anything yourself? what happened could you get like a good car deal for yourself that type of negotiation? I or? have. Okay, good. I have. I have. Um, I could not, not, and not to sound cocky because all right, people probably think that about me already, <laughs> but I could negotiate anything if I just keep doing it. Mm -hmm. You know, if it's, it's something new, you know, and it, it has to, and I have to negotiate something completely new, not, not, not that. It, yeah, I'm not going to know anything about it. I'm going to be like, okay, whatever, but. I adapt. I'll, I'll get it. You know. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. No, that's that's awesome. I, I don't even know. I can't. I can't keep up with you. Like when I'm just thinking about all the stuff you're doing and yeah. every say how much of it you're doing. Yeah. Like in 24 hours in a day, I feel like 21 of those hours you're awake doing something. Three hours you're recharging real quick, and then you're sleeping and then coming back at it. That's 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 uh that's, yeah that that is the way it is. I I come home and I'll sometimes I'll I'll lay down for 15 minutes i'll close my eyes i get back up and i'm recharged that's my day that's yeah that's uh that's my day. it's a nap if you're over the if you're under the blankets to sleep if you're over the blankets it's a nap yeah. just recharge and go back 
I was going to ask you this, and I'm glad I remembered this. Mm -hmm. Going back to fighting really quick. We In our first episode of this podcast, it came up, and that's what actually triggered me. And I said, you know what? If, if I get Jess on the show, I'm going to ask her. Would you fight a trans? Fuck no. Fuck out of here. Do you think that they should be competing in those type of sports? No. I mean... I think they should compete. They want to compete. They all right, compete, but compete as where, how you came to this world. <laughs> That's what I think. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Fight a guy. Yeah. Exactly. You I don't have long hair. Go for it. I don't care what your style is now. If you like pink or you fucking. If you like wearing a skirt, okay, that's your that's your preference. But you wanna you wanna compete. You want contact with somebody. Do it. With you know with the same gender, the same gender. I think you know with the same. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually, that's, I mean, what do you think? I mean, I. Yeah, I mean, whatever you are genetically, that's who you should be fighting. Yeah, so, I mean, look, I, we're not going to have a debate because we're all on the same page here. Yeah. <laughs> so I agree with you. I just wanted to actually ask someone, because we keep talking about hypothetical. I was like, let me just ask someone who fights as a pro. Because, what was that guy's name? There was, did you know about this? There was some, he was a trans, he entered into women's MMA. I, yeah, I heard of, I've heard of yeah. it. This was like a couple years ago, yeah, right? Or like two years ago. shit out of everyone. Yeah. Yeah. And and they were like, oh my god, he's so brave, and or she's she's so brave, and I'm like, dude, finally, finally though, thank God he lost. Someone actually knocked him out, which was Good. great, and it was you know. I, mean, but, I don't mean to say that, but whatever. Huh? <laughs> I don't mean to say that. I'm like, no, Good. no, it's good but, because like what I'm saying is is that it's not. So you, as an actual woman who's in a physical contact sport, would mm -hmm. agree then that there is a difference between a man and a woman. Of course, there is. I fight them all the time. Yeah, and <laughs> and they're and I can't. They're stronger. There's some things that you know I can't do. You yeah, know? no, e exactly. So I feel like I re I'm really glad I got to ask you that. Not that I don't even know why people need to be convinced of this, really. But it's it's good to bring up because I th I feel like um, it's not being brought up. And I and I know you can't speak for everyone, but I'm sure since you're around female fighters, I'm guessing a lot of them would agree with you probably on this on the subject, right? Or you don't know. Probably I don't know because like, you got some female fighters that are so like oh you know um, you know a lot of times um, they're they're lesbians you know in the, in the industry so they they kind of there are they are for that you know so they'd fight a guy yeah like some like they they have like they're like oh you know I think that's that's a good you know whatever I don't know if they would fight a guy I'm just saying they kind of agree with it you know what okay, I mean yeah because that's a <laughs> I feel like you have to be willing to fight them yourself, though. And right. Like, if I was like, a, if I'm a woman, and someone's like, "How do you feel about a man being in your industry?" I'm thinking, me face them. Forget about even fighting for a second. Soccer, basketball, whatever, football. Yeah. If I'm not willing to actually go up against them, then I'm against it. Like, it's not like, well, I'm cool if you fight her, fight them, but I'm not gonna fight them. Like, because what if that's your title? You work your ass off. Right. All those sacrifices, all those injuries, all those everything. You get all the way to the top. Your title gets taken away from a dude by a dude who's like has like 10 times more muscle mass than you. Right. You know what I mean? It just mm. and legitimately takes away your title. No, but forget... That's one thing. Forget about the title, though. You know how dangerous it is? Yeah. You know, a lot of times people are like, oh my God, you're a fighter. That's so cool. The, the truth is that there's nothing really cool about it. There really isn't. Like, to go in there and to fight like that and possibly get injured, not getting paid as much, like... People, people are, are are for you, and then they don't give a shit about you. Like mm -hmm. it's, it's not the, and then the training that goes in with it. Yeah, it's fuck, it's exhausting. It's not the, it's not so cool, you know. But, um, just imagine going against a a a, 
a dude right in in the cage you know you could not you could knock you could do a lot of damage to me yeah, there's so many things damage, yeah. Yeah. Fuck, no i don't care about the title i don't want i don't care about being brave or being tough i'm not i'm not willing to put my life like i'm not yeah. doing that you yeah. know especially with an option so i'm 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 hoping that we don't see this evolution. I know in the Olympics they had the weightlifter, yeah. and in the swimming they had a guy in the women's piece. And it's um, to me the way I look at it is is essentially it's cheating. It is to cheating. Me, I look at almost someone who can't perform in their actual class just going in and like it's like if I can't beat a bunch of like college guys in soccer, I go to the elementary school and start murking them. It's not the same. <laughs> But it was uh, it, it's simple. That that. By the way, not that I'm calling women fighters or athletes elementary compared to men. That's not the point right. I'm trying to make. I get your analogy, but yeah. like the, it's simpler than that. All these sports that were founded, there was a guy's version of it, and there was a female version of it, right? Yeah. So like for you to cross that line, you know, like what are you doing? It's clearly separated for a reason, right? So why right. are we, why are we blending that line? Like it's not this unfair advantage. Like you can't just do that. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. I know, like, if someone wants to pull a publicity stunt and do a guys versus girl thing, and that's something that got sanctioned, am I for it? Not really. But, like, if it's people knowingly, like, signing up for that and agreeing to that, and it's this publicity stunt to, like, promote something. Yeah. Even if I'm, not, even if I'm against it, those are two people that are, like, but, like, to basically just tell someone, yo, you're fighting this person, walk in. Because sometimes, you, do, you, do you always know your opponent ahead of time? Or oh, yeah, of course. So we have to know and we have to agree to it. Gotcha. So you're never like an amateur. Do they fight by surprise or no? No. So everyone who's fighting usually knows who they're fighting. They know, okay. unless they switch the fighters up last minute. But that's still your choice. Gotcha. You know. Yeah. Well, now, would you get? Let's say if you go to fight that day, your opponent gets injured last minute. They replace right. it with someone else. You don't agree to it. Do you get disqualified, or is it just considered like a no? Does it go on your? No, no, it doesn't go with anything. No, no, because <clears throat> yeah, you have to agree to it. Gotcha. Yeah. But once you agree, if you don't step out there and you're not yeah, injured, of course, then, then it's a loss, right? Yeah. Gotcha. So if they they can't just switch it up on you and be like, well, if you don't go up there, you lose. Then they can't say no, that. No, 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 they can't. Got you. Well, yeah. So I mean, it's it's. I mean, I think it's important that in contact sports, all the other sports, like I wouldn't want my daughter playing against guys. No, Not but but or, you know, I think I think their argument is that uh, the trans they take so many different like um, drugs or whatever yeah. that they're not as manly anymore, right? They're not. They don't have the. The muscles, or they don't have. So now they're making it no. So now it's like okay, no, no. I, I now we have to compete in this. You know, right. we, we have to do because we're not as strong. So I think I think that's their argument. I, I don't I don't know. I I don't I don't think I don't think it's right. I I don't I don't want to fight a dude. I don't want to compete uh, against a, a guy. Nothing. You know, I yeah. just, I think they should just stay in their lane. To be honest, especially when the stakes are that high. Like imagine just getting punched like full force by a dude. You know what I mean? Or like even like playing football or rug rugby. Like a girl just getting ran over by a bunch of dudes. Like it's not. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's not fair. Like, I'll give you an example. Like guys, because of their their genetic makeup, they can build on muscle faster than a woman can. Mm. Like I've seen at the gym. When I go to the gym, you see a girl come in. A woman come in. She might be a bodybuilder. So you're thinking like, oh my god, she's strong, and she is. And then you see a guy that looks like average lifting more right like because, mm -hmm. but what i'm saying is what she had to do to get that body and get that type of definition was a thousand times harder than what the average guy who walked in that's just a little bit built right yet the strength he can pull from that right like it's insane so it's not you know don't get me wrong like women can actually i think the threshold for pain women can tolerate over men is much higher yeah I th yeah i think yeah. that's true because men Sure. I, I don't want to, like, I'm not talking bad about men, but they do get a lot more sensitive over illnesses and injuries versus women. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, 
Yeah, we're bitches, bro. Yeah, so. if a guy gets a cold, he's it's over. Yeah, like, yeah. He's, uh, yeah it's so. terminal, bro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or anything like women definitely. My wife is. I'm, I look. I'm not a bitch, so I'm not gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> but my wife, when she gets hurt or something, like she's just tougher. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not. I'm not complaining. But what I'm saying is, like I remember we both got COVID. She's taking care of the baby, cooking, still cleaning, and I'm like in bed, like oh, like I'm. Yeah. Not, she's like doing all this other stuff. It's not even affecting her. So, and it's not just unique to her. I know a lot of people like that. So, yeah. women, they their their advantages. Not that they should be teamed up against each other, but I think women can actually have a much higher threshold to psychological pain. Yeah. Uh-huh. Physical pain and illness. Yeah. They can mm-hmm. handle better than men. Yeah. We I would agree. probably. I don't even want to know what like I, I, when you watch movies of like someone giving birth. It's like three pushes. Baby comes out. Woman looks a little exhausted. That's not real life. No, nah, that's, that's 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 not real life. In real life. My, I, I was with my wife since we're 17 years old. I'm 33 now. I've never heard her scream in my life. She doesn't scream. Mm-hmm. The amount, like, I was getting in pain from watching. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like, I was like, holy shit, this is no joke. This is, like, insane. I, I, always, have, I always have a lot of respect for women, but, like, after that, I was like, damn. This is yeah. no joke doing that. And then doing it again, carrying it two for nine months. Like, I used to think, like, when people said that, I'm like, come on, stop. But now after watching it, you're like, there's a lot. It's a lot that uh, goes into it. A lot. There's a lot that goes into it. It's yeah. funny. Imagine I had four. I know. Oh my god. <laughs> but guess what? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't give. Like, I had four C-sections, so I don't know what it's like to actually give birth. You know, I've always wanted to. I've always was like, damn, this is gonna be the one. I'm. I want to feel the pain. Like I want. I want to know what it's like. Never. Ne- I don't know what it's like, but I do know what it's like to have four C-sections and recover from them. That, that, that's pretty bad too yeah, yeah that's is. horrible yeah the c-section recovery is like really yeah. tough yeah. yeah and also holding the baby is like actually like nine months of it's a lot your body changes a mm-hmm. lot so it's like yeah. yeah there's no way we would die like any any man thinking that yeah, they right. want to we would literally <laughs> we would die we're not yeah. designed for it yeah like all these guys that want to like be pregnant which is not possible I don't know what's wrong with them but like and I I don't want to sound judgy but I'm just saying it's, you shouldn't want to do that but they would literally kill them there's no there's no chance so it's uh it's just it's just interesting. So I'm I'm glad you answered my question on that because I was curious. Uh, one day maybe we'll get Charlie on, we'll ask him the same question. But, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, we don't see women trying to compete in the men's division. If we notice that, you never see a woman go, I'm a dude now, I'm gonna go fight dudes. <laughs> that happened in my high school. I'm not gonna say the name, I'll tell it off camera. But you remember in our high school? Yeah. There was a there was a girl and she um I guess she she was trans. She was a guy. I don't think she actually transitioned, but she looked and sounded like a guy. Like if you didn't meet her, if you didn't know, you think it was a guy. Mm -hmm. So there was this new kid in school, and he was walking, minding his own business, and she, who who looks like a he, bumps into him, like bang, like checks him, and the guy's like, you know the story? Yeah. So so the guy's like, man, I'm sorry, you're right. He's like, he's like, watch, and she's like, watch out, watch where you're fucking going, asshole. This guy's like, dude, whatever, like, chill out. He's like, fuck you. Like, got real aggressive with him. Pushed the guy. Went to swing at him. This guy takes his backpack off. Rocks her. Choke slams her. Has no idea it's a girl. Right. Gets her in, like, a chokehold. He's like, dude, it's a girl. He's like, oh, shit. He, like, drops her and runs away. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, is that, like, I feel like sometimes people get confused because after a while, like, it really is, it's real out there. Yeah. So, I mean, like, it's a... Uh, uh, but I, I think the valuable lesson is hopefully she decided not to do that stuff. Yeah, I mean, that was stupid on her part. That's good that happened to her because what you can't just do that. 
Somebody. No, no, no. <laughs> you know, some new kid. Poor kid, you know? Yeah. Some new kid. You, every time I hear I say the same thing, society's problem is people don't get punched in the mouth no more, bro. That's true. That's true. Because the shit that, like, a lot of stuff that people think and say and do, their parents just smack them for that, and they wouldn't do it anymore. Even, like, in school, dude. Like, if you said, like, certain shit, like, it was just on right there. Like, didn't matter. Like, you crossed that line. Like, no, we have to oh, fight. Oh, you're talking now. about in the school. Oh, Anywhere, yeah, dude, dude. I got to, yeah, we. Oh, yeah, in school. I mean, and you, I mean, you got into fights. You got expelled, for God's sake. So that means you were thrown out I all the time. for a few schools, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. there was just lines you didn't, like, cross. But, like, now people, I don't even think, do people, I mean, do they yeah. still fight anymore in school? I don't think so. I don't. I ask my son that all the time. I'm like, "How are you in school?" I'm like, "I always, you know, because my only son." How, how old is your son? He's ele- he's gonna be twelve. Oh, so 11. he's like almost he's preteen. Yeah, he's yeah, his, oh, yeah. And, but he's small, and like I'm, I, I also have him wrestling, you know, mm-hmm. at at my gym. So I, I want him. Um, I had him in piano and also and, and wrestling. Um, and I always ask him. I'm like, "How is school?" I'm like, "How are people treating you?" Like any, you know. I don't want to ask him directly, like, hey, is anyone bullying you? I'm just waiting for him to tell me, like, sure. you know, anything, you know, because I don't think he would tell me, tell me. But, um, but yeah, like, I always ask him, and um, that's the thing, like, I worry about him. Like, I, that's why I haven't been wrestling, because he's small, and I know people. But he always tells me, he's like, no, they're actually really nice to me. I, I don't know, like, they're, they, I'm the smallest one there, and they're nice to me. And I'm like, really? Because yeah. back back when I was in school, I yeah. was the smallest girl and freaking, and I was, I was like the only Spanish girl there. So, um, they they would really try to they would try to pick on me, but I was I would fight back. But it was different back then, you know. Yeah, which I mean, it's for the better that I'm. So I'm glad that people are yeah. more kind and considerate to each other. I'm ha- I'm happy. Yeah. I just don't know what happens. Like what? Because I'm not saying like kids should just be fighting. I'm just saying like there was a. We were even careful because we knew if we said something to someone, it was it was on. Yeah. So we said it. Like there were certain things that like if we would say that to you, that means we're willing to fight you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's where. Well, that's one thing I always tell my son because he has a, 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 a he likes to argue. And I told him, I said, you can't argue. You can't have a mouth like that if you can't back it up. I told him, you got to watch what you say. And he's like, oh, what do you mean? What do you mean? I'm just trying to express myself. I said, I don't give a sh- don't, don't give me that expression. So <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> Yeah, the school's like different though you now. Know? Cause like when we were younger, yeah. like if if something was happening, you know, your your mom would tell you off. Oh, something happened, tell a teacher. The dad would say, all right, and if he does it again, punch him in the face. You yeah, know what exactly. I mean? See, that's <laughs> what I tell my my girl. I tell my girls that was, oh, she was mean to me. Now she 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 like pushed me or whatever, and I'm and she's like, and I'm like, <laughs> I shouldn't say this, but I'm like, you know, I'm like, all right, so what? So like, so push her back. What do you? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then like my my ex husband's like, Jessica, you don't say those things. The right thing to do is to go to the teacher and to say, and I'm like. Shit, whatever. Yeah. I'm like, all right, do what your dad tells you to do. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I tell my son all the time, like, people could talk shit the second they touch you. Like, you're if you come home and you didn't do whatever they did to you back, you're in trouble. Yeah. Like, don't let them touch you because it's, the, the, the second one person does it to you, everyone's going to gang up on you. But, like, my son had an issue with a kid in his class last year because my son wears glasses and stuff. So, like, they were picking on him. Yeah. So, um, he got pretty upset. But, like, they had, like, this whole big meeting like me i had to meet with the kids parents like this whole huge thing because it's like anti-bullying now yeah i'm like bro like back in the day it would have just been like a phone call to the parent like hey your son got upset blah 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 and then i would come home my dad would be like yo you better go fuck that kid up tomorrow yeah that would right. be the end of it you know what i mean and now it's like this whole it turned out to be like this whole big thing yeah it's 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 good and it's bad like by that i mean is that the the problem is is that if there's a way to mediate where a kid doesn't have to fight and you can actually stop it right i don't think it's a bad thing but if it won't stop, then it's going to get kind of crazy. Like where 
I don't know. Like, I'm looking at it from the perspective of de-escalation is really a skill. Yeah. Like, being able to de-escalate is really powerful. You can turn something that's going to be like this to this without having a bitch out either, with mm -hmm. just being able to kind of – that's good. So if you can teach that, that's important. But after that is like, okay, if de-escalation doesn't work – I don't know how to explain this, but like kind of what I said earlier, where you want to teach your kid to be kind and empathetic, but to be dangerous too, where it's like that's not their instinct, but it's where it's like, dude, like sometimes bad people, the only thing to stop them from doing something bad is being capable of being doing something bad. Right. To stop them. I'm just talking about being able to fight or being able to. So I feel like having that skill set is like important because did that, did that work, by the way, that mediation or no? Did the kid stop? Yeah, it, it worked or whatever, but I think okay. the bigger Good. problem is it builds dependency. So the yeah. kid's not able to solve the problems on their own, and they just think that everybody's going to get them out of the hole they find themselves in. Yeah. And that prepares them terribly for the real world. Well, I have an issue with the school. I mean, like I said, I have four, I have four kids. So, like, the school system to me is... I'm not a. I'm not for them. I, I think they're... Uh, I, don't, I don't like what they're doing now, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I try to stay away from the schools because I don't like to, I don't like to be involved in the school. Yeah. That's what the dad's, the dad's involved. Okay. One parent at least has to be involved. Right. I give him that job. I don't want to, I don't want to deal with the school unless I have to. And one time I did deal with the school, they just make such a big deal out of stuff. I was banned for school from the school for a year. I couldn't go, I couldn't get near the school. <laughs> oh, you didn't get expelled from your school. You got expelled from their school too. I got expelled <laughs> But I stopped now. Actually, when you say it like that, it, yeah. yeah, I got it. I couldn't go near. And then they put like security guard in the front. Like, oh, like what am I gonna do? Are you are you serious right now? Like, I wouldn't. Like, they're so dramatic. You'd probably fuck the security guard up anyways. Though. <laughs> they're so <laughs> dramatic. I got into fight with uh, with the uh, principal and what I yeah, I got heated. Whatever. You know, of course, yeah, I did threaten. I know I threatened him, but I was like, listen, I'll go over there right now, and we we we, we could really talk about it. I said, you know, whatever, and. All right, yeah, I got nasty because I have a temper, but it wasn't for all that. Like, I couldn't get near the school. They had security guards. Like, <laughs> they just oh, do the man. most yeah. for no, no reason. Like, come on, yeah. yeah no, like the they expect, suck. like they expect you to be like open to oh, like someone's doing wrong by your child. You're gonna go there smiling. Like, you're gonna be fucking pissed off. Like, what are you doing to fix the problem, bro? Like, they don't, they don't know how to fix the problem, dude. I'm telling, you, like a lot of schools too. Like when we were going to school, our school was fucked up too. Why? Yeah. Every single security guard and every single administrator in the school came from a corrections background. Yeah. Retired corrections. So all of them came from fucking prison backgrounds. So they literally ran the school and disciplinary system like a prison. Mm -hmm. They kept things moving certain ways. They take people. And on top of that, too, who are the kids that always get in trouble? The ones that always got in trouble more, who are the ones that are always getting jammed up? Like, not like it's they specifically even like um, the way that they set up the system in itself was was incorrect. So um <clears throat> the reason why I say that is because not only were they bad at de-escalating, they were bad at mediating, and they didn't know how to break. Like, yeah. so you couldn't you couldn't fight it out. Right. You couldn't talk it out. You just had to do whatever anyone said. Now, I you know I graduated high school in 07, so it's been a long time since I've been inside of high school. Mm -hmm. But it sounds like it's getting even more like weird, where it's like everyone's using non-proven ways and de-escalating things, or figuring yeah. out like what's going wrong, or like mediation. You know, we even had like we had wrestling in our high school. In gym class, like there were kids that like, if they had a problem in gym class, they'd work it out. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I was, yeah, I used to wrestle the the big girls, and and I had a problem with them, and that's what they, that's what we would do. Yeah. Yeah. So you could actually like, mm -hmm. in a sanctioned way, 
<laughs> where no one gets beat up too bad. Yeah. Be able to sort. Do they even have that anymore? No. I don't think they do any contact no. sports at all. Well, I don't know if they have. I think they they still they do have wrestling still in the in school. Like gym? Yeah, in gym, but like they they won't allow any of that. No. Oh yeah, cause yeah. bro, they take the physical fitness test out of high schools and, and middle schools because kids kids were getting depressed by it, bro. So you remember when we had to like run the mile and all that? Yeah, and just make us have to run though. That was how you got rid of it. Yeah, just like in. Uh... Oh okay. <laughs> all right. Had it too close. So yeah, because yeah, like you know, if I couldn't do that mile, they would just push me until I could do the mile. Yeah, that's how I'd pass. Yeah, that's how boot camp used to be. Like you know, like I remember my friend. You know Corey. Mm-hmm. He's in the he's in the Air Force. They used to take people in that were overweight because it didn't matter when you got to boot camp. You were gonna you weren't gonna be overweight when that was done. Yeah. Right now it's like. No, it doesn't work like that. We can't just get push them through. We got to make sure they can make it anyway. Where in the past it was like, dude, if you sign up, you're gonna get through it. Whether yeah. we're gonna like get you through it or you're gonna get through it, but you're gonna you're gonna be able to run and do those push-ups and sit-ups. Now it's like we don't push people. Um, but they got rid of the waist measurements now. Yeah. Because um, if they if they kept the waist measurements, I gotta work on my waist measurement, but that's another story, another podcast. <laughs> um, used to get discharged. But if they actually enforce that rule, 40% of the military would have to get discharged. Yeah. So now it's just like, hey, if you can do the physical, it doesn't matter what your BMI is anymore. So theoretically, if you had like, uh, if your gut was all the way out here, but you could do that run, you get to, to go. go. Right. Yeah. One of my friends, one of my one of my best friends, he was in, in the army, and uh, he tells me they they do these new cards now where you keep like in your blouse, and if like you were feeling like, threatened or whatever, or you need a break, like you just literally put it up and they have to walk away from you, the drill instructor. What? Is that real? I thought that was a myth. No, he real? said it's a real thing. He had it. I'm like, so you're in the middle of combat. You're just gonna put your card out. Like, what are we doing here? All right, no one yeah. shoot at him for a yeah, couple yeah, minutes. Cards up, bro. Like, what? Are we... This is crazy. Oh yeah. man. All right. I mean, shit. Uh, the problem is if our enemies aren't playing the same game. <laughs> <laughs> if there's if they don't have cards. Well, that's and all, why. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta be careful because even though we're getting like a little bit more, this plan's gonna get a little bit more crazy. I mean, in closing, I mean, I would say this. Um, we can't change society. We just got to stay tough. Um, you're the toughest person I've talked to in a long time. Because oh, yeah, sure. what I can tell you right now is it's very admirable what you're doing. You're following thank your you. passion. It's not It's not well. It's not like, um, like if you're like, hey, I do yoga all the time. It's right. like that falls within form. When you're like, hey, I'm going to do bare knuckle fighting professionally. I'm going to train for it every single day. Follow that. I'm looking for more opportunities so I can leave a legacy for yourself, your children. Right. Working the, the jobs you do. Like, this is everything you've talked about is not easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so, for that reason, I give you a lot of respect. Thank you. And um, I'm done making excuses because now I feel like no. any excuse I've been giving myself, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's, uh, it's, it's crazy, but it's really admirable. Uh, Jess, where can people follow you if they want to follow you? Okay. Yes, please. I need followers. <laughs> All right. No, it's Jay, uh, Jess Ishtar. Yeah, so it's J-E-S-S-I-S-H-T-A-R. People don't really know how to spell that. Jess Ishtar. But Jess Ishtar, that's my IG. My Facebook account got hacked about a, two years ago, so forget about that. Don't yeah, reach so me on that. she's not selling any crypto or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of that, yeah, I did get hacked. My IG did get hacked. I went to war with them to get it back, but I got it back. And I know yeah. nothing about technology. I cursed you out in your DMs. I don't know if you remember. Did you? Like, oh, no, my, no, I don't know. I knew it wasn't you. <laughs> yeah. Like, and I knew it wasn't you. I was like, I like, because you DM'd me and you were like, hey, 
hello, JB. How are you doing? I was like, yeah, she doesn't like talk you don't, yeah, I don't talk that at all. <laughs> like, did you hear about this new way I'm making crypto? I'm like, yo, is this really just like, yeah, it is. I'm like, all right, so who is your who is your favorite fighter in the show that we shot together? That's all I messaged. And they wrote back, I was like, yeah, whatever, scammer. And they wrote, fuck you. I was like, no, fuck you. I started going off on that. <laughs> but I was like, oh, she looks in her DM, she's gonna see me cursing her out. But it wasn't you. It was to the no, hacker. No, it was not me. <laughs> hacker. But Eddie, thank you as always for be, being on the show. Jess, thank you so much for being yeah, on the so podcast. Yeah, so thank you. Thank you for having me, JB and Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the girl, what's her name? Val. Val? Val, Val. yes. I think she's so cool. Stall me. <laughs> she is. Don't forget to like, subscribe, comment. If you're listening to this on Spotify, don't forget to follow it so you can get all notifications of new episodes. This was a great Detox Friday. Until next time, have a great weekend.